so when I was in college at, at the University of North Texas, um, there was there's a thing I, I think it's still rolling called the Bruce Jam. Bruce Hall is a dormitory there where mostly the music students live, and um, so I was there. And uh, you sign up for this thing as long as someone as long as someone in the group lives in Bruce Hall. That's really the only requirement, or it used to be, for this thing called the Bruce Jam. And it was uh, you know just a fun kind of dormitory jam you know kind of kind of a festival with more just open jam but uh at any rate the week before i had been on a hunt to find a cheap uh or free spare tire for a or a tire for my my really terrible college ride that i had which was a, a 1980 something full-size blazer and i found this junkyard that was supposed to be on mingo fish trap road that was what uh the map at the front of the phone book said, and um, there's no such thing as a Mingo Fish Trap Road. It's actually an intersection. So I kind of gotten lost out of this intersection. Oh and, you know, a bizarre, this bizarre day happened. And so the following week, you know, we were, had some buddies that wanted to, to play, uh, just play some, some stuff that wasn't for school, you know, that was just kind of off the, off the books. And I was like, oh, well, this is a, a funny name that, you know, I happened across last week and put it down and then, here I am, uh, 30 years later, <laughs> or whatever it's been, 25 years later. Uh, it just kind of stuck before we could change it, so we left it that. But uh, as far as what it means, you know, it, it kind of keeps us grounded on uh, where we started and, and is a constant reminder of, uh, of that whole journey that we've had. So, it's, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not the greatest name in the world, and it doesn't, it doesn't really signify anything uh, in terms of those two words meaning other than th that it's a, a distinct place in Denton, Texas, where we kind of get our start. So that's kind of cool. It's not as if we're, you know, worldwide famous or something like that and have and have too, too many people to answer to. So I think it's it's easier and probably just more pragmatic for us to stay true to what we uh, like, I guess, is, mm. is, is the simplest way to put that. You know, I mean, uh, the music and the band have changed throughout the years that we've been doing it. But again, we, we for better or for worse, I mean, it, it, I'm sure it's great to have millions of folks that, that adore your art and what you do and what you bring to their lives. But at the same time, then you then you have a, a bit more of a responsibility to, to stay down that road uh, in terms of how it relates to your directly to your your living, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I we do, we all depend on this uh, at least in, to some degree to pay our bills and and pay our mortgages and all that good stuff, which is a beautiful position to have kind of come to be in. But we don't have too much of a responsibility to stay the same, to you know, to stick with the same exact formula or do this or that. So I I, I would I would never say such and such was not authentic because they changed up what they do or because they you know added all these elements to their show or whatever i to be mm -hmm. frank about it i i love entertaining folks i really enjoy that part of my job but but the, the other part that is the songwriter and musician that that stuff uh obviously it, it is probably more important in, in terms of creating content that you could share with folks in an entertaining way <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? yeah you have, you have to create that we don't we don't do a lot of covers so it's it's um the ones that we do are, are hopefully a testimony to what we appreciate and and, and folks and bands and, and definitely and, uh, yeah musicians that have helped us develop that. So it's it's a difficult it it's an interesting project that you've taken on and it's a difficult thing. I, I don't think for a band 
um, that you can discount uh, the element of entertainment. You know, there are folks who I absolutely adore who get up with an acoustic guitar or behind the piano and they and they have they don't say a word aside from you know the the, the music. They don't say anything aside from the lyric really, um, and they're brilliant and it and it touches you. And, and I I hope that people can get some of that from what we do. But obviously we there is an, an element of what we do that's I, I hope purely entertainment because it's I've got great guys who, who know how to play their instruments really well so there's a there's that element of just of uh, hopefully some sort of uh, some sort of uh, I don't I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word because I don't want to I don't think it, it's a matter of being impressive that's not really the thing but just moving someone in a visceral way and sometimes that's through your story and sometimes that's through you know, I, I we, like I said, I have guys who are just masters at what they do, and, and it inspires me as a musician and as a human being to listen to them play, even if I'm on stage with them. So I think that's part of it as well, but I think that's still authentic. I don't think the, the word authentic um, needs, to mean, needs to mean one thing that, you know, well, my heart was broken when I was 22, and so yeah. here's what it is. That that's that certainly is, and I, that's an element of it for us, but, you know, I, I'm just as influenced by personally by Prince, you know, and his in the shows that he was able to put on mm. as I am by the lyrics that he wrote. I'm you know, just as I am by guys like John Prine and singer songwriters who just bear their soul. So it is a it's a very we we'd probably be here for hours if we were to go down every kind of um, avenue yeah. to answer that question fully and I'm sure you've probably experienced some of this while doing this research because it's it that word in and of itself means something different not just to everyone but in every circumstance you know um, I, I I think there is a bit of a freedom though I'll circle back to what I said I think there's a bit of a freedom in, in not having that huge of an impact I mean I'm I, I don't mean to demean what we've been able to do that's certainly not the, the point mm. I feel great that we that we've I got the fans that we have and, and obviously trying to grow that is important but I think those people I hope realize that it's always morphing a bit you know what we do and, and, and who we are as a band and individuals just in as in regular life it's always changing you know um, uh, to reflect what authentic is at that moment in our lives there's inherent value in pure entertainment oh yeah if, no, for if, sure. all, if all someone wants to do even even if it's a musician even if it's a singer or songwriter if that's all they're out to do i don't have a problem with it it may not be what i need at that moment but maybe it is so it's not it's mm -hmm. I, I i think that it's that if that is your only goal then perhaps it's a short-lived goal you know like I, I i don't think you can expect that music to live on all right. that long but yeah. I could be wrong, you know. It's it's. I'm I'm certainly not going to kind of judge somebody else for what they're what they're driven to do. But that being said, uh, I've run across plenty of folks who treat this field, uh, I'd say, more than not as as a as a, an opportunity. You know, they they have the they have the look or they have the sound or they have this or that where they you know they believe or people that are working with them believe that they could be a star and they have that sort of power. And I again I'm I have no problem with that, but that's the main angle. And so then you the business uh, side of things takes a much bigger uh, 
in the day-to-day life of those people than than sitting and writing tunes or arranging tunes and thinking about music you know maybe other people get get those assignments (laughs) and you know again that's no problem with that for me um i you know there's periods of my life where i can recall being being uh either bitter or just kind of naysaying folks that fall on that side of things but you know there's i think there is inherent value in that man i really do i mean i grew up kind of in the 80s and so there's plenty of folks that at the time i loved that were probably right on that you know on that avenue and and it they still hold place in my heart so i, I can't that music's not being made for me you know what i mean mm. it's, it's being made for somebody else and if, and if it touches their hearts if it makes them if it, may, it makes them uh you know happy then I, i'm not one to say that it's that it's wrong but yeah. but you know that's got to be their pursuit if you i think that if you're an introspective you know quote-unquote singer-songwriter artist and you get caught up in that world and then you're you know you're you have problem with it well that's kind of your fault too you know mm-hmm. what i mean we chose our route um to some degree and i'm not bitter that i that i'm not you know some household name because i started a, a funk and soul man compared to uh, even just a decade ago it's it's much more difficult to use that as one of these streams of income uh to to make a living and if you mm-hmm. can't make a living it's difficult just to spend the time to make to do the craft you know right it's very, it's, it's kind of a it's a double but at the same time there's more music being put out there of every type for folks to find what moves them it's so much easier now than it was a decade ago or two decades ago just to find what moves you if you if you like you know straight ahead jazz or if you like fusion stuff or if you want to hear that kind of thing you could probably sit and do 10 minutes of research and find 40 groups that you're you're predisposed to like to some degree and that just wasn't the case and that's a beautiful thing i mean really that's that as long as those folks can sustain and keep making that music i'd much rather have uh you know 50,000 groups that are really good at what they do that are able to make a living uh but maybe never hit it huge than have a hundred groups who are you know superstars yeah and then the rest of the folks who left behind so mm-hmm. it's it's a weird it's a weird That's... time in the industry but what you're saying is is yeah. is definitely where it's at man right now in terms of in terms of like artists connecting with who might be predisposed to dig what they do you know right. rather than the other way around rather than the artist changing what they do to suit an audience which you know again i don't think there's anything wrong with that if you're looking to connect then you're looking to connect but it probably leads to better and better is very subjective but it probably leads to better art to to be able to to have an artist be able to find an audience rather than the other way around there was a lot when i was in high school there was a lot of discovery for me that was based solely around liner notes that if i had to if there was one thing you know if i could be the old man for a minute if there's one thing that re, that i really feel is a different experience that is that's where it's at because i sat with a record like um like i remember sitting in my grandmother's house and listening to my dad's records and there was this uh uh robert palmer album and the you know i'm like oh it's really cool sound of records not something like you know that he was kind of big in the 80s had a couple big hits but right. the record before that was not like that at all it was way more raw and so i was listening to that record and on the liner notes i'm seeing 
these guys, you know, listed the meters and uh, and, and Alan Toussaint who produced some of these tracks. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And as I'm digging through more records, I'm seeing these same names pop up, and that gives me this lineage. I'm like, oh man, why? If I like that, I'm gonna like this. And man, that there was an experience to it because physically, physically sitting down with an, and I think this is a reason why vinyl's making you know a bit of a comeback as a medium. When you physically have to like take the album out of the thing and you put it on the player and you gently put the needle down, there's a there's a visceral impact that that whole process has on you. You know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of uh, not religious, but it's got there's an element of um, of of that to the process because it's not as much you know it's not you just if you just scroll into your phone and you hit a button and it starts playing you know via Bluetooth in your car. That's not something you even think about. To sit down with a record and to do that, you people listen to albums all the way through because you'd already gone through the trouble of putting on one track. You know what I mean? So right. there was there's something beautiful about that. I mean, I would never trade streaming for it because the convenience of having everything I want to hear all the time is amazing. So I'm not one of these artists. It's like, oh no, I should, uh, back in my day, not at all. But right. I do think that you're you keyed in on a great point that it's it is a missing element for fans to connect with with artists um, right then and there. You know, if you want to, you can get on an artist's website, but it's a whole different thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably not sitting at home on a laptop when you're listening to stuff in your car, you're driving, you can't really do that. So there's there's a disconnect between that, um, that I think what the artist is kind of trying to convey when, when you don't have access to that as you're listening to the record, there's some beautiful man. I mean, and it's obviously it's a very difficult time to talk about Michael Jackson and, mm. uh, it's, but I will say, uh, when I, you know, when I was a kid and looking at the thriller liner notes and looking at all the folks that played this and that, just they, they like a lot of, a lot of very weird non-instrument things are listed in the, in the tracks. Uh, it, it's just, there's something else that, 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 uh, that connects you to what was being done and uh, gives you you know you feel like you have a, a secret a little secret information and that's right. a super cool thing as a fan for me so I, that's the one thing i kind of you know i kind of get sad about in terms of putting out a new record because it's you know you can do other stuff now obviously it's much easier for folks to see video and, and you, for you to have video content that the right. companies of release and that's cool but uh but there's something about the those written liner notes is just super cool man really is just as a fan I, i'm 100 percent on that you know i i, I love the first thing you do when you hear when you hear of a new artist nowadays the first place you go is youtube or, or and so some, something like that where you can kind of get a full as much of a visceral you know and, and full-fledged impact as possible and i i love that i mean